Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Liz. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. That's right. This is the movie podcast by movie lovers for movie lovers, where we sit down, we watch movies, and just deliver it the breakdown scene by scene. Yep. So let's see. For this movie, we decided to uh, continue on with our vacation type movies, and we did the movie What About Bob with uh, Bill Murray and uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yes. So um, I think this was actually your pick, right? Yeah, it was. I it liked was. It. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. Yeah. I can kind of identify a little bit with Bob. Same. In some ways. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, just a little bit of housekeeping and then, you know, we'll get started on the movie. So uh, you can check us out on social media. Uh, just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can check us out on ageofradio.org. Um, you can find our episodes there. Um, as well as shop our sponsors. All right, well, I guess let's just hop on in. All right, cool. So, for opening scene, we're introduced basically right away to Bob. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, getting woken up. He's getting, he's waking up, getting ready for work, excuse me. Yeah, he's (laughs) woke. Yes, he's very woke. I wish I was woke, I'm not very woke right now. Yeah. (laughs) So, but they show him, like, sitting in bed, he's, you know, got all kinds of meds, and he's talking to himself, um, you know, basically, I guess, trying to psych himself up. Yeah. Um, So... That's how we're introduced to him, and I love it because he talks to his goldfish named Gil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I have to go to work, and then you they show him like sitting down at his desk, and you know he punches the clock and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He must work from home because he can't get out. Yeah, and so uh, from there we see him, and he's <clears throat> trying to get himself like, okay, you know, ready for this appointment. But you find out right away he's got issues with, like, germs and touching things. Right. And, you know, whatnot. So and that's one of the things I think I can identify with. Yeah. <laughs> I went through a phase like that. Yeah. At one point in my life where I was afraid of germs and, and you know, a bunch of irrational type stuff with right. OCD and things like that. Right. Well, and so he finally heads out the door. And like I told you, it's like, I would think if you have, like, these kinds of issues that New York City is probably not the place for yeah. you. Yeah, especially an apartment <laughs> like that, too. Right. It's it's nasty looking. Yeah. And so it's basically just showing him, yeah, trying to get, you know, trying to get to see his therapist. Um, yeah. And him struggling, you know, to, to do it. Right, right, which is his first appointment with Richard Dreyfus. Right. Only he doesn't know it yet. Exactly. And that's actually the next scene is, <laughs> you know, we're introduced to Richard Dreyfus, who is, yeah, like this uh, psychiatrist who has apparently written a new book. Yeah. And he's <laughs> he's talking to his wife um, that, you know, uh, Good Morning America is planning on coming up. Right. to visit them while they're on vacation and interviewing him about this book. Right. And so, of course, yep. he's super excited about it, you know, can't wait. Well, in the middle of his phone call, he gets a phone call from his colleague who, you know, lets him know. And it's funny because they show, they show that guy and he's disheveled as hell. And he's, you know, moving all of his stuff out of his office. Right. And yep. he basically tells, you know, <laughs> Dr. Leo Marvin, like, 
hey, yeah, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, quit my practice basically for a little bit and, uh, you know, uh, move away essentially right. <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's done. Yeah. He's, he's over it. <laughs> and Thanks. he's Excuse like, me. I, you know, I do have a patient, you know, that I wanted to refer to you. And he tells them that, you know, his name is Bob Wiley. Right. Um, you know, I, I think you can help him that kind of stuff. And I love it because he's like, well, he's <laughs> Dr. Marvin's like, well, he's not like crazy or anything. And the guy's like, no, no, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, only he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can hear in the guy's voice that he's clearly like, he's don't, panicking. He's oh, like, yeah. He's like, like don't, don't blow this, basically. Exactly. Make sure like I sound believable enough. Yeah. And so sure enough, you know, he's like, you know, oh, okay, well, I'll see him after I get back from vacation type of stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, the guy hangs up the phone and he's like, I'm free. And he's just, <laughs> you know, so happy to get yes. rid of Bob. Um, and then from, the, I'm trying to think, we, we flash back to, uh, you know, Bob still trying to, you know, try, basically trying to get to this appointment. Yeah. And it shows him having difficulties with like, you know, the uh, revolving door. Right. He just with, kicks it with his foot. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to touch quickly it. Quickly walks through it without yeah. trying not to let it touch him. Right. And so he talks to, I guess, the security guard and he's like, you know, gives the name of uh, Dr. Leo Marvin, you know, to find out what floor. Yeah. And he tells him he's on the 44th floor. Yeah. And the escalators <laughs> are over this way. Or no, it's elevator. Evo- elevator. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That would be a long ass escalator. Yeah, it would 44 be. floors. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. But anyway, you see Bob and he, you can tell he he's trying to get into the elevator. Right. But he's really struggling and finally he just ends up taking 44 flights of stairs instead. <laughs> so Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long long walk. Yeah. No thank you. I couldn't I could not do that. No. And he barely made it. By it, the time he gets right. to the doctor's office, he's He's Winded. panting and he's about to fall over. Exactly. <laughs> and so from after that, you know, we basically have the first session between yeah. Bob and Dr. Marvin. And Bob lists, you know, basically all these things that he has issues with, which is a lot of like anxiety and OCD type type things. Right. Yep. And like I told you, whenever we were watching this, I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm Bob Wiley." Like I <laughs> and got, see, that's that's I got issues, I can, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the part of him that I can identify with a little bit. I think you the identify, rest of it not so much, right? I think you identify more with like the OCD part, and I'm more with like the anxiety. Yeah, well, he starts naming off. Uh, he starts naming off things that he's afraid of having right but then he says something irrational like well if i pretend i've got it then that means i don't have it which is so which is extremely stupid and is totally rational yeah but i didn't do the exact same thing but i remember having these irrational rituals that if i would just do them that would mean there would not be any sort of bad thing that would happen huh interesting so but, yeah, so he's kind of listing that kind of stuff off uh, for uh, Dr. Marvin. And I love it. At one point, he ba- Dr. Marvin basically ignores Bob whenever he starts to do those things. Like, he pretends 
to have a heart attack. Yeah. And he like, you know, throws himself down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit over the top. <laughs> it that's is. where that's where the uh, similarities, the things that I right. can identify with completely stop. Exactly. <laughs> so he throws himself down on the ground and Dr. Marvin is just kind of like, you know, so, you know, are you married? And he's all like, no, divorced. Yeah, go figure. But Anyway, I just, I like the fact that he basically made it seem like he left his wife and he said it was because she just loved Neil Diamond and he hated Neil Diamond. He made it seem like, oh yeah, I left her when in reality it's like, no, he, she left you. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't about, you know, Neil Diamond. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. There's two kinds of people. Those who love Neil Diamond and those who don't. Yeah. My yeah. wife loved him. Yes, yeah, like, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she left you because she couldn't take you. Right. Collapsing on the floor pretending like you were having a massive a heart, heart attack. attack. Right. Just to reassure yourself that you didn't have a heart attack. Right. Um, and so at this point, uh, Dr. Marvin hands him this book, you know, that he wrote called Baby Steps. Yeah. And he tells him, you know, I want you to read this, you know, some of this should be able to help you. And he basically explains that this whole baby steps thing is instead of thinking so far in advance, you just take things, you know, one, you know, one step at a time. Right, right. So instead of thinking about like having to go all the way back home, you take it to, you know, going beyond the office door and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So at this point, Bob, you know basically takes it like literally he you know is like oh baby steps to the door and he walks all like taking real tiny steps right (laughs) and so he makes it out the door and then he comes back and he's like it worked you know (laughs) kind of like i'm cured type of thing and meanwhile dr marvin is just kind of smiling kind of like oh you know okay whatever (laughs) we got a live one here yeah pretty much and so um this is when dr marvin drops the bomb on him though you know, like, uh, you know, we'll we'll have plenty to discuss whenever I get back from my my vacation. Right. And he said, you know, he'll be gone until Labor Day. Yeah. And Bob points out, like, well, that's a whole month. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, but, you know, we'll talk about it then. Um, you know, we'll schedule you an appointment, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, of course, this is freaking Bob out now because oh, it's yeah. like, who am I going to talk to? All that kind of stuff. And you know, he. Um, Dr. Marvin explains like, well, you know, Dr. So-and-so, you can call and talk to him. Exactly. And, but Bob Which is totally reasonable. Right. That's what you normally do. Exactly. You, you follow up and you consult with the, the physician who's the backup, basically. Right. And so, but that's not enough for Bob. No, no, it's not at all. And so <laughs> from there we start, we get a couple of scenes where he starts to go way too far. Yeah. Um, first oh, scene. I'm sorry. Oh, what? I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to backtrack a little bit. Oh, okay. Taking things too far. One thing that irritated me about the first meeting oh, yeah. was the name guessing of the picture. Oh, I don't know why, right. but that irritated the fool out of me. Right. So before they actually started with the meeting, he noticed the picture of Dr. Marvin's family. Yes. And he took the time. He's like, oh, I'm really good at guessing names. And so he starts, yeah, guessing yeah. the names of the wife, the son, the daughter, and who the other woman who ended up being uh, the his sister? Right. I don't know why that that just that just irritated me, and it was 
<laughs> even it irritated me so much i made a note yeah name it's, guessing yeah it's so like, irritating yeah <laughs> well it did help establish yeah that bob's definitely irritating that's true hell. that's true yeah because it's like i mean he's got his issues and Excuse stuff me. you know everybody has issues but it's a little bit different when you're irritating yeah you know yeah so but now he's going to get even more irritating. Oh, yes. So. A whole lot more. Yeah. So we're back with Bob in his apartment. You can tell he's, you know, freaking out. Oh, yeah. It didn't take him long. It's no. probably with a matter of. Like an hour. Well, I don't know. Because Leo's already at the. Um, lake uh, Winnipesaukee. Yeah. He's already at the, the lake house. Yeah. By the time he has his first breakdown and calls the um, uh, uh, the lady at the, yeah, uh, the psychiatrist office. Right. I know, like, time... So it could have been maybe the next day. That's maybe. what I'm kind of thinking. They kind of... But it was weird, like, time-wise, because they made it seem... Yeah, they made it seem like it was just a matter of yeah, hours had went by. Exactly. But Leo made it to the lake house, so it might have Which been. is in New Hampshire, so New York to New Hampshire. I don't know how far of a trip, but... I have no idea. I'm assuming a few hours. I would think. But... It would be some time involved there. Right, but... Anyway, so first thing he does is he calls, uh, you know, the office... And uh, the receptionist is like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. He's, you know, up at Lake Winnipesaukee. Yeah. You know, I can transfer you to Dr. So-and-so. And, you know, Bob basically is like, oh, you know, he he told me to call him. Um, I just lost his number. Right. Which is, that's a big no-no. Yeah. But Betty, the receptionist's name is Betty. She calls Dr. Marvin and he tells her you know like hey he's like i'm on vacation yeah like you you know better than that i'm on vacation um but i think at that point he still talks to him yeah he still lets her patch him through but he definitely lets it be known this right. is not cool yeah he still lets her patch him through though and he and bob yeah. talk for a short time right and so he's trying to reassure him and like tell him like you know it's like i'll be back after labor day yeah. we'll talk then and so that's not good enough for Bob. So the no. next thing he does is he gets a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he gets some chick to impersonate Leo's sister. It's Leo's sister. And acts like there's something wrong. And emergency right. has happened and she needs to speak to him Right. Now. So Betty, of course, contacts Leo thinking that it's his sister. Yeah. And he's, of course, like freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, you know, put her through type of thing. <laughs> yes. And again, it's Bob. <laughs> And at this point, he's telling Bob, like, you know, you're you're messing up. You know, there's got to be trust between us. Yeah, and right now exactly. you're messing that up. Exactly. Uh, between us. So, you know, don't call again. Yeah. This next scene, he takes it way too far. Oh, yes, for sure. Like. Yeah. He's broken. He's going to break laws with this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. All of the, you see, uh, Betty and some of the other receptionists are at the office. Yeah, and you hear outside. You hear a knock outside the door, and it's Bob pretending to be a detective, a homicide detective. Yeah, which so he shows up and he flashes this. It doesn't even look like a badge. No, it, it almost looks, looks like a work ID of some sort. Right, but it's definitely not a police badge. Right, of any kind. So he lies and says that he's like Detective Robinson from yeah. the homicide, you know, uh, squad or whatever. Yeah, I forget what he says. But... Yeah. And then he tells him, you know, do you know anything? You know, do you know a Bob Wiley? And Betty was talking about how, oh, that's the guy that, you know, called for Dr. Marvin a couple of times. Right. Well, 
you know, he's like, oh, he's like, well, that was Bob Wiley. And then he says <laughs> that Bob Wiley Gosh. committed suicide, <laughs> which is stupid. It's so crazy. Like, well, like we were saying during while we were watching the movie, it's like, if somebody commits suicide, I'm pretty sure they don't send a homicide detective no. to talk to anybody. Heck no. They might be taking, just trying to get to the bottom of things. Right. They might be talking to people, but some right. homicide detective's not going to be knocking on your door. Exactly. <laughs> but see, here's the messed up part, though. So he, you know, tells, he tells Betty or whatever that he, you know, really needs to get the address of where uh, Dr. Marvin and his family yeah. are. And so... I love it because she's, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, not a problem. And she gives them the information. But right. Lake Winnipesaukee, you've got, like, four the four other ladies trying to tell him how to spell it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but. Two N's and this, that, and the other. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's always what happens, yeah. too, whenever you have a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. That are trying, they're all going to try and spell it. Exactly. Um, Let's see, from there... I'm pretty sure is the bus scene. Yeah, it's, the next scene is he's on the he's 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 about to get on the bus. Right, and it and shows... I guess the bus driver knows him because she's calling him by name. He's yeah, like, come on, Bob. I don't have all day, Bob. Right, and so he <laughs> finally gets on the bus. He's got his goldfish in tow. Yes, like in this container, <laughs> and so he gets on the bus and. Yeah, you can tell it's going to be a long-ass bus ride. Yes, yeah. The first thing he says, I think, when he sits down, he says, tell some guy to, to knock him out. Yeah. He looks to a passenger and says, could an you older, knock me out, please? Yeah, an older and guy. And the guy just kind of slowly slides in his seat a little further <laughs> right? away from Bob. Right. And so, yeah, so they have to go from New York City to New Hampshire. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know how long of a drive that would be. But... I don't know, but he's driving the passengers crazy because the yeah. next time you see him, he's hyperventilating into a bag Which or I, something. I, I didn't know if he was going to vomit or I if th- he was I hyperventilating. He was, I kind of think because like he was saying to the, the, the doctor, like if, if I fake it, then I don't have it. That's Maybe true. he was pretending to vomit. Maybe. I don't know. But anywho, yeah. yeah. And he's, the, the passengers have separated themselves from him by... I mean, every row on the bus. He's at the back of the bus right. and everyone's at the front. <laughs> yeah. So that's just it. So finally he goes to get off the bus and everybody starts cheering. <laughs> yes. They're just applauding. They're elated. He's yeah. finally gone. Somebody else's problem. <laughs> right. So now we've got Dr. Marvin and his family. Yep. Um, you've got his wife, Faye, and his daughter, Anna, and son, uh, Ziggy. Or his real name is Zygmunt, but they call him uh, Ziggy. And yes. they're shopping, uh, you know, for groceries and stuff like that. And Bob is just out there screaming for Dr. Leo Marvin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's drawing it. He's drawing quite a crowd around him, too. Oh, one one scene we need <clears throat> to go me. back real quick is after uh, after Betty finds out about Bob's quote unquote suicide, she calls to let uh, oh, Leo yeah, right. know. She wakes up Dr. Leo. Yeah. He's in the, it's in the middle of the night. Then. Right. And so she called to like let him know, and I love it because you could just tell he's he's heartless man. He oh, goes, yeah. he he goes, oh that's really horrible. Yeah. You know, okay, thanks for letting me know. And his wife wants to know like, well, what's going on? And he's like, you know, oh, you know that Bob guy that called a few times. Yeah, he <laughs> killed himself. And then he goes, 
well, let's not let that ruin our vacation. <laughs> yes. And then he claps because they've got the clapper. Yeah, the clapper. <laughs> and so that, it kind of gives you an idea, like, you know, he as a psychiatrist, he doesn't, you know. Yeah, I start to feel bad for him at a certain point in the movie. Right. But he's definitely, he's not into psychiatry to help people. Right. He, he's in it to further a career and become famous. Exactly. Which is why he's so excited about, about, about his book this book and, and the, the interviews right. and all that. Right. So that happened a little bit earlier in the movie. So now we're back, you know, like I said. So yeah, now he's we're back just, at the general store. Yeah. So he's just screaming for Dr. Leo Marvin. And that's whenever, of course, he sees him and yeah. he's freaked yeah. out because he's thinking Bob is dead. And yeah. so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob, yeah. He's, he's, he's very surprised. Yeah. And so at this point, he's trying to rush his family. Like, okay, get in the car. Get in yeah. the car. And so... Of course, Bob sees him and is like, oh, thank God, you know, Dr. Leo, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Leo, you know, takes him, you know, behind the store to say, like, what are you doing here? And I thought you were dead, you know, basically. Right. And then that's whenever, um, you know, he, he, you know, keeps going on and on about how, you know, oh, I need your help and all this other stuff. And Again, this movie should have been just called, like, I'm on vacation. Because <laughs> yeah. Dr. Marvin has to tell Bob that so many times. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> he tells he tells Bob, he's like, go over there. He's like, I want you to get back on the bus and head back to New York City. Right. And he goes, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I really need to talk and, you know, that kind of stuff. And he's like, I tell you what, you go buy your ticket and he's like, and then go over to this cafe over here. And yes. at about four o'clock, I'll call you. Yeah. And so I love it because Bob's like, can we make it 3.30? And, <laughs> and Dr. Yeah. Marvin's like, you know, four. Yeah, four. It's going to be four. Right. And Bob kind of catches that hint there. Yeah. And so <clears throat> so he, sure enough, he's at the cafe. Um, and it's about three o'clock 315 something like that yeah and um you know i love it because the fish and stuff like that he freaks out like oh the you know my fish you know it could be dying that kind of stuff so he dumps the fish into this water pitcher yeah um that we find out that the owners of the cafe are the gluttmans i think that's how it's pronounced i think it's uh uh gutmans gutmans yeah okay sorry so yeah, the Gutmans. So we're introduced to them. Yes. Um, and uh, let's see. Bob is like I said, waiting for the phone call, and some guy went to go make a phone call, and he freaks out and tells him, "No, nobody can use the phone." Right. He's harassing him. people yeah, at this point. Exactly. And so he starts talking to the Gutmans, yeah. and he finds out that. The Gutmans are not a fan of Dr. Marvin. Oh, yeah. They were going to try to buy that lake house that Dr. Marvin bought. Right. With their life savings. It was going to be their retirement home. Right. And then Dr. Marvin decides he wants it more. Right. And he just makes just a, an unbelievable offer. Just blows them out of the water. Right. So the, to yeah. the point where the seller's like, I'm going to sell it to you then. Right. And just, he, he sweeps he sweeps the lake house up from underneath them. Right. Or at least that's what the Gutmans feel or whatever. Yeah. And so, I love it because uh, Mrs. Gutman calls him a son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, and he's like, my wife never swears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, they're like, well, they're like, we could take you over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they hate him. So, <laughs> yeah. that any opportunity they get to ruin right. his life, they're going to take it. Exactly. Um, so... 
<laughs> the next scene we've got uh, Ziggy and we've got uh, Dr. Marvin. Doc- Dr. Uh, Marvin, for whatever reason, really wants his son to like learn how to dive. Right, yeah. And we never really find out why. Yeah, they don't really explain that. Yeah. It's just something that he's trying to teach his son. Right. For but, whatever reason. But his son, you can tell, is really scared. He does oh, yeah, he not want to do, do it. it. And so, uh, you know, yeah, the son finally, like, gives up. It's like, ah, you know, I'm good. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And so, you know, they go back to the house, and he's kind of not really yelling at his son, but I think he's trying to figure out, like, what's the deal. Right, right. Like, why, why don't you want to do this? Yeah, he's trying like, to figure out, like, problem? why are you always wearing black? What's your obsession with death and this, yeah, that, and the other? You exactly. Know, trying to figure out why he's right. the way he is. Right. Which is easy. Well, he's just psycho, he's you know, he's kid. psychoanalyzing it. Yeah. yeah. He's just a kid. That's, right. That's why. And then right. the sun throws that in his face right. by saying, oh, well, maybe I wear black because I'm mourning the death of my lost childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, they, so they get back to the house and um, they're, you know, discussing all of that. And, you know, Bob shows up. Yeah. With the Gutmans. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, hi. And, you know, of course, uh, Dr. Marvin's not happy at all. About no, that. Absolutely not. I mean, no. I really don't blame him. Well, yeah. It's like, I don't want you around my family. Exactly. He, he's a patient. There's, right. There's so many. And that's what he has to keep telling his wife throughout. Like, yeah. he's a patient. You know? It's not It's not like a neighbor or somebody dropping by. Exactly. You know? And so, uh, yeah. So, he introduces himself to the family, um, you know, the wife Faye, daughter Anna, and yeah. son Ziggy. And uh, Dr. Marvin is basically pulls him aside, like, you know, pulls him outside. Um, Faye offers, you know, to take care of the fish or whatever. So uh, Dr. Marvin takes him outside to, like I said, let him know, right. you know, yeah. it's inappropriate. You know, you need to not be here. Exactly. And he writes him a prescription and... Basically, Bob, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bob, you know, is like, well, I already have enough meds. I don't, you know, I don't need any more pills. And he right. tells them like, oh, yeah, this isn't for pills. And, you know, Bob looks at it and says, you know, there's a prescription to, you know, take a vacation from my problems, Ugh. which is like, it's so very vague. It is it's like, OK, that's that's useless advice. How yeah. do you even do that? Because problems are going to happen. Right. Whether you pay attention to them or not. Exactly. But I mean. Yeah, Whatever. and so, you know, <laughs> Dr. Marvin, you know, I don't know how to explain it very well, but that's basically what he tells them, is to take a vacation from your problems. No, that that's literally what, him tells, what he tells them. Yeah, right. you're right. He, he just hands him that prescription, and, and then Bob starts to kind of buy into it a little bit. He At first he looks puzzled, but then he's like, you know right. what, you're right, yeah. I'm on vacation. I'm yeah. going to take a vacation from my problems, and he right. he kind of... He's got a little extra pep in his step. Right. So he kind of walks off with his fish and stuff. He's... Yeah. He... Leo thinks he's good to go, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and so, what happens after that? Well, after that, it's really kind of just segues into the next morning. You know, okay. Leo thinks everything's good. And then next thing you know, 
Bob is Here there. comes Bob, shows up with a Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local yeah. t-shirt on. <laughs> you can totally buy one of those, actually, online. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. you can. Same color and everything. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, Bob shows back up again, and of course, Dr. Marvin is confused, like, you know... What are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's like, like, oh, I'm staying with the Gutmans down the road. I'm yeah, on vacation. I'm on vacation. And <laughs> exactly. And so, um, yeah, basically, no, you know, he's definitely not happy about that at all. Oh, no. And so, you know, he tells, he basically, again, tells Bob to like leave. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he just kind of, yeah, exactly. He tells Bob to leave and stuff. Right. And then Bob does, you know, he just. Yeah. Basically convinces Bob, he's like, oh, look, you know, well, if you're on vacation, then go out there and enjoy this world or whatever. Bob's right. like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I just dropped in to say hey. And yeah. He's like, I'm going to go out there and experience life. And he just walks on down the road. Right. So he walks on down the road. And then you see him as he's walking down the road doing the whole, oh, baby steps and all this other stuff. Yeah, he's starting to have a little, a little uh, mental, yeah. mental breakdown a little bit. A little exactly. anxiety attack. Well, and behind him, his uh, Dr. Marvin's daughter, Anna, yeah. was, is driving behind Bob, and he's just kind of like, well, what's going on here? Yeah, you he's know? running erratically through the road. But right. He's behind him, and he sees a car. Yeah. And I never quite figured out why. I guess he maybe he thought the car was gumming after him or something. Maybe. But he uh, just yeah. kept running up and down the road a little crazy. Yeah, so she ends up stopping, and she's like, hey, you know, do you need a ride somewhere? Yeah. Which... I'm thinking, like, if it's me, and it's like, okay, this guy's my dad's patient. Exactly. And, you know, for whatever reason, he's got issues, that kind of stuff. I'm not going to offer a ride to some dude yeah. I don't know. He chased the family all the way down to the exactly. vacation house. Lied about, lied about suicide. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, something's up. But That's, that's a red flag there. So, right. yeah, I wouldn't have stopped and asked him exactly. to Exactly at all so she offers him a ride and he takes it and she actually starts discussing like the, all these like different issues that she has too right that she actually has some similar issues to what bob has yeah come to find out they're both kind of insecure and they just have you know, right yeah and so she asks him she's like hey do you want to go sailing with my friends and i yeah. And, uh, yep. he, you know, he, of course, is very hesitant about it. And then he's finally like, you know what? Like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you baby know? steps. I'm going to do it. Right. And so, let's see. All of a sudden, we see him strapped to the mast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's tied, of, to the, he's tied to the mast of the sailboat. Yeah, I'm sailing. Yeah. He's, you know, <laughs> pulling a Titanic before that movie, you know, even came out. Well, what's interesting is also... That's a uh, that was a uh, maritime punishment. Really? Yeah, they huh. would tie uh, they would tie people to the mast of a uh, ship as a punishment, and sometimes they would flog them while they were tied to the mast. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they weren't doing that to him in that movie. No, but, <laughs> but yeah. So for some reason, he's tied to like the mast of the ship, which okay. Um, so he's all excited, you know. Oh, I'm sailing and all this other stuff. And we're back again with uh, Dr. Uh, Leo and his son. And yeah. he's holding his son by his shirt and telling him, like, I'm not going to let go until you tell me to let go. Because, yeah. you know, they're trying to do this diving thing. Yep, once again. And, of course, Ziggy is freaked out. He doesn't want to do it. Um, but so, anyway, so, yeah, he's holding his shirt. 
And then he sees Bob, you know, <laughs> yeah, attached yeah, yeah. to this boat. Look it at, just shocks him so yeah, much. Yeah, it shocks him so much that he accidentally <laughs> drops the poor kid into the water when the kid yes. wasn't ready. And, you know. The kid's shouting out, murderer, murderer. <laughs> yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah, kid. it's like you're being a little, you yeah. know, overdramatic about it's shit. It's all right. Yeah. And so... Dr. Marvin is, like, pissed, so he goes to get his daughter. Right. And he's like, what are you doing with him? Yeah, they have a side conversation. With puppets. Yeah, it was a little, <laughs> that's a little bit weird. It is. So, yeah, so it turns out that Dr. Marvin's got these puppets of, that represent everybody in the family. Yeah. And so he actually <laughs> brought his puppet, and he brought the Anna puppet. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I know you won't listen to your dad, but you'll listen to me. So she puts the puppet on her hand and she's trying to explain that, you know, Bob's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, He's fun. And I love it because he's like, I'm sort of fun. (laughs) I'm sort of fun. You know, and so (laughs) one important part is he tells her to leave the car at the marina. That becomes important later. Oh, I totally missed that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so... Um, I'm trying to remember. I believe the next scene is Bob ends up helping the kid actually dive. Yeah, the uh, Leo's in the house with right. his wife, and they're talking it out. And Leo's clearly still upset that Bob yeah. is there, but Bob is just kind of wandering around. And yeah, the son Sigmund is sitting on the dock with a Game Boy. Yeah, a Game Boy, Good an times. original Game Boy. Right. I had one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yes. Good times. You couldn't use them in the dark. <laughs> That's you true. Yeah, to have direct sunlight, basically. Right. <laughs> and so he, and I don't think Bob did this intentionally, but he does end up helping the kid with the diving. Right. Yeah, because so, he starts asking the kids, like, "Oh, you know, what I are never you learned doing how here? to." Right. He's like, "I never learned how to dive either. You know, how do you do it?" Right. So the kid starts to try to teach him, and right. it's clear that Bob isn't into it. So the kid's like, "Well, let me show you how to do it." Right. So, yeah, he goes up to, he basically does what his dad told him to do. Exactly. And, you know, Bob lets him go whenever he says, and sure enough, (laughs) he, you know, dives in, and the wife actually had told um, Dr. Leo, like, hey, come over here, take a look at this. And so they're looking out the window before he dives in. And so he watched his son dive in with the help of Bob. Yeah, totally stole his dad's moment. Exactly. You know? that, it was supposed to be, and I guess that's why it was so important to Leo, it was supposed to be a moment between father and son right. teaching his son how to do something. That yep. Maybe that's why Leo wanted to teach him, was maybe Leo was a diver of some, a swimmer, and yeah. it was just something he enjoyed doing. Right. And thought, well, my son must like it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's pissed at that point. And <laughs> yeah, goes running out, pushes Bob in yeah, the lake. Yeah, <laughs> pushes Bob in the lake, exactly. And Bob still has on the, uh, yeah, the vest or whatever from yeah. before. So he's at almost, it was weird though, because it was almost like he was acting like he couldn't swim. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, I can't swim, I can't swim, but he's floating yeah. on his back because so, of the vest. Right, and so the family actually pulls him back onto the dock. Yeah. Um... And then I guess they have like an outside shower. Yeah, this property is something else because in every scene on the property of their lake house is some new building or feature. (laughs) Right. That I'm like, well, where the heck was that at? Where is that at? Well, and it's like, it's such a nice house. What do you need an outdoor shower for? 
True. You know, I mean, <laughs> That's so anyway, true. so they show him and he's sudsing up and Dr. Marvin is trying to talk to his family like, you know, guys, he's a patient. Exactly. Okay. This isn't appropriate. He needs to like go. Exactly. Meanwhile, the family is really starting to fall for him, basically. Yeah. They're starting to fall you know, for his reason. charm or whatever. Yeah. And then that's whenever uh, the, the son is like, hey, can he stay for dinner? Oh, and they're God. like, yeah, let's have him over for dinner. Ugh. So, yeah, we need to talk about this This dinner. is This is about when I start feeling kind uh-huh. of bad for Richard Dreyfus, Even though he's he's a real self-centered jerk, Yeah, I start to feel really bad for him. Right. So now we've got the dinner. And Bob is sitting there and, like, orgasming over a thing of corn yes, for some reason. Yes, every single bite, he's like, mmm, mm, mm, stuff like mm, that. You know, all this, like, weird stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, it's driving, you know, Richard Dreyfuss's character crazy. Yeah. And so, finally, he tells them, like, will you stop that? <laughs> yes. Because he's just, it's, like, with the corn and then, like, the fried chicken. He even did it with salad. Oh, that's right. I that think was, that's what set him off. That's when, yeah, what's when, when Richard Dreyfus told him, yeah. stop it. Yeah. He asked for some salad. The daughter piles the salad on. Right. First bite. He does mm, the noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So then Richard Dreyfus, you know, after that, he it's an awkward dinner table moment. So he gets right. up and he goes into the... Uh, well, because he asks for a salt substitute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Bob or whatever. Yeah, asks Bob. For That's a, right. That's yeah. right. He asks for a salt substitute, so he's like, I'll get it, you know, whatever. He gets and up and goes in it. This was the part that I was pointing out to that I thought was weird. So before before he got up, he was eating some chicken. Okay, cool. So he goes up to get the salt substitute for right. Bob. And, you know, Faye was kind of telling Bob, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry yeah. You know, about him. He's just really nervous about his interview tomorrow that he has with, you know, Good Morning America. Right. And so Bob is talking to him <laughs> about, you know, oh, you know, you're going to be great and this, that, the other thing. Well, <laughs> out of nowhere, he starts to choke. Yeah. Which I didn't understand because I would have thought that he had finished that part of the chicken a while ago. Yeah, I kind of wonder if maybe that was just An some error. bad editing. Yeah, maybe. They were editing the movie and just, I don't know, maybe they just kind of got a continuity sort of mistake right. in there. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So he starts choking really bad and stuff, and of course, the person that goes to save him yeah. is Bob. But he tries the Heimlich the correct way a couple of times. Yeah, well, he, he skipped, and I don't know how to do the Heimlich, um... But I don't I'm pretty sure he skipped because the first step I I thought was to check in check in the person's mouth. I don't know to see if it's something that you can actually reach in and just grab, like it's just in the back of their throat. Maybe, but 
If you guys know anything about, you know, the Heimlich, yeah. let us know. I really should probably take some classes. It's probably not a bad thing <laughs> to learn. Probably, yeah, Just in true. case, you learn CPR and the Heimlich maneuver. That's true. But anyway, so he tries to do it the correct way a couple of times, but it doesn't come out. Yeah. So at that point, he throws him down on the couch, and then basically on his, <laughs> he jumps on his yes. back with his knees, yes. basically. And, you know, the kids are like... <laughs> You know, do that harder. Hit you know, harder, put your hit knee. Hit him harder, jump higher. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And so it finally uh, comes out, you know, comes flying out. Right, but he's still, he keeps doing it. Yeah. And so finally he's like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. And everybody is relieved, but their first instinct isn't to check on Leo. Right. They run to Bob. Like, oh, good job, good job. Yeah. And it's, and like, it's well, just like, okay, your dad almost just died. Yeah. Like, seriously. Because <laughs> he was like turning blue. <laughs> And, you know, things like that. That's when I start getting frustrated with the family. Right. And kind of feeling bad for Leo. In yeah, exactly. Um, and so from there, he, you know, they're um, doing dishes and they're all singing and happy Oh, yeah, shit. they're singing, singing in the rain because it's raining at that point. I don't think it started raining. Oh, yeah, I think it was. So, yeah, it started raining. Yeah. Um, and so... You know, yeah, they're they're singing and, you know, they're all happy and, and everything. And he's telling them, like, hey, you know, it's getting kind of late. You know, we got to be up early for, you know, this thing. I think yeah. Bob needs to go. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, Bob can't go home in this kind of weather. And he's like, oh, I'll drive him. And then that's whenever the daughter yeah. points out that, oh, you told me to leave the car at the marina. Yep, yep. And so I love it. He loses it. He's like, well, he can have my slicker then. <laughs> and so. It just gets silent. Yeah. Lightning flash in the window mm-hmm. with thunder. <laughs> well, and they show Bob and sure enough, he's sitting in a slicker. Yep. And so waiting for the rain to stop. Right. And that's just it. So uh, Leo is just looking out the window, just like praying, like, God, just like, let it let up so he can go. <laughs> yes. But it only sounds worse. And so the wife makes the suggestion of the whole, oh, you know, we can't let him, you know, go home in this. Yeah. Um, you know, he could stay here. And he is like, well, I don't want him on the couch, you know, with Good Morning America coming. Right. And he, that's when she makes, you know, oh, you know, Ziggy's got an extra uh, bed up in his room. No. Parent of the year award. Exactly. Right it's like, we're not doing that. We'll let a strange man sleep in the same bedroom yeah. as our son. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Nah. Um, But that's what happens. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're both laying in, laying in not the same bed, but opposing right. beds in the same bedroom. Yeah. And they're having a talk and hashing out some things. It turns out, you know, yeah, Leo is obsessed with death, but he's afraid. And Not this, Leo, that, and Ziggy. Other. I mean, I'm sorry, Zig, yeah. Zigmund. Sigmund. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's also <laughs> obsessed, but Excuse it's me. more of like, yeah, he's scared about death. Right. He's kind of at the age where you're aware of your own mortality yeah you realize like yep everything everything dies eventually and so right it can get to be a bummer and stuff if you you know focus on it right at that age it's scary and so we go back to uh leo and Faye, and um i love it because yeah leo can't find his toothbrush because freaking bob had it yeah oh that's that's where that went yeah i forgot about that yeah because <laughs> ziggy was asking oh yeah did you find a toothbrush okay and he's like oh yeah and then they showed him looking for it stupid bob yeah exactly <laughs> and so 
that's whenever he brings up, he's like, you know, we can't have Bob here. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, he's also in a room with our son. Yeah, the the only person in the family that realizes that it's inappropriate for him to be yeah. in the same bedroom as the son yeah. is Leo. Exactly. Everybody else seems to be all fine and shit. I was like, oh, he's fine. He he won't do anything. Yeah, that sort of thing. You don't know. Yeah. So anyway, so they're, you know, trying to get to sleep and stuff. And that's whenever you start hearing uh, uh, Bob and Ziggy swearing at each other. Yeah, because Bob's sharing the Tourette's right. secret with him. Yeah. And so, you know, they go in there and, of course, play parents of, you know, it's like, hey, you guys need to go to sleep. Exactly. Kind of like what parents would do, like, if you had a sleepover and oh, stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you guys need to go to bed. Like, For we got to sure. get up early. Yeah, knock it off. Yeah. And so the next scene, we've got uh, Dr. Leo trying to wake up Bob, which is, <laughs> like, yeah. he's shaking him, you know, like, Bob, you know, Bob, <coughs> wake up. And, Bob. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Bob, you know, and he's, like, shaking him really hard. Oh, yeah, very violent. And then all of a sudden the alarm goes off and Bob wakes up and stops the alarm and gets up. Yeah, as if nothing happened. Yeah, as if nothing happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Uh, from there, we've got Good Morning America showing up as yeah, Bob. They... Bob was actually like leaving, and I believe he was he was thanking the family. You know, thank you for like letting me stay. Yeah, that's right. All that kind of stuff, and then he points out like, "Oh, Good Morning America is here." Yeah, and so, they start setting up in the living room. Right, they start setting up in the living room, yeah. and um, sorry about that. Oh, you're good, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Leo introduces, you know, because he has to, basically. So he introduces uh, Bob uh, to the anchor woman. Yeah, and... whose name is actually Marie. Yeah. We'll get into that a little bit here in a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he introduces her, you know, him to Marie. Yeah. And fi- she finds out from Bob or whatever that he's actually uh, Leo's patient. Right. And she makes the suggestion, oh, you know, we could have... You know, Bob on the show as, you know, as your patient right, and everything. As a success story. Which kind of makes sense, but I see where he's frustrated. Yeah. Because, yeah, he wanted, I mean, and I get it. He wrote the book and everything. It's right. like, you know, he wanted that for himself. Yeah. So, anyway, the interview happens. Bob, of course, you know, takes it away. I mean. <laughs> yes. Well, partially because Leo did freeze. Right. You know? Yeah, they, so, they started the interview. And actually, this is where the whole Marie thing comes in. Yeah. They're sitting down. They're starting the interview. You know, Marie asks, uh, you know, oh, hey, yeah, Leo, what uh, what inspired you to make this book? This, that, and the other. Just right. The, Standard the, interview then, questions. Yeah. And Leo, the night before, had been rehearsing what he was going to be saying. Right. Um, in answering to all those questions. And he was expecting Joan to be there. So he was saying... Oh, the name Joan yeah. in every question. Right. And it turned out it was just going to be like a an additional correspondent, yeah. Marie. Right. And so he answers her, well, Joan, you know, the most right. baby steps. And he just rattles off this big yeah. speech. It's very just snappy. Right. And so at one point, though, Bob jumps in. Yeah. And, you know, is basically doing the whole, oh, I'm a success story and... You know, this book saved my life yes. and all yes. this other, you know, crap. And he's got people, <laughs> he's got, um, you know, Marie, 
just like in awe. Oh yeah. And you've got like some of the other people that set up just, you know, hanging on to like every word that he says. And then at one point he actually brings in the family. Yeah. Because Marie's asking you like, Oh, you know, how long have you been a patient of his? And right. Oh, about three, four days. Yeah. It's like three or four days. Right. And then Richard Dreyfus jumps is like, no, no, this is not typical. It's not meant to work that quickly. Right. And Bob's like, Oh, but it saved my life, and this family's been so great to me. And then he runs off camera, grabs right. the family, pulls them into scene, and you see the production crew just kind of like, freaking out. Yeah, it's like, okay. This is flying off the rails. Right, because it's like live. Yeah. You know, so, you know, finally, like, the family, <coughs> you know, like, leaves and stuff. Yeah. And, you know. Now Bob's sitting in the main interview chair, right, too. Right, exactly. It's Leo's spot. And he's, he's just... He's hijacked the interview now. Oh, yeah, he hijacked it big time. <laughs> and so the interview and you know ends yep. and Marie's like, Oh, you know, that was great, you know, thanks yep. guys and all that kind of stuff. And you could just tell like Leo was crushed. Oh yeah, yeah, he's furious. Yeah. I mean, you know. So let's see here. After that, <clears throat> he he doesn't even want to take like a picture with like the Good Morning America people. No, no, that's right. Yeah, they're taking pictures out in front and in the front lawn. Right. In front of the uh, the, the, the steps leading to the house. Right. And Richard Dreyfuss is just standing there like, watching no, them. I'm good. You know, I'm fine. Yeah. That kind of stuff. He actually steps away. <laughs> he just sort of. Well, the it's family. Kind of funny. Well, because it was like the family and Bob and Marie. Yeah. All in one picture. It was almost like a like a almost like a Terminator moment. Yeah. Where the the T one thousand just kind of like. Goes absorbs back. into yeah. you know out of stuff or into stuff. He just sort of right. absorbed into the house out of frame. Right, <laughs> and so it was kind of that. And what was bothering him too was he was making it seem like it was his family. It's like, oh yeah, you know, after Labor Day, we're oh, all heading right. back to New York. Yes, and that's right. You know, it's really hijacking everything. Exactly, and so yeah, uh, Leo has one hundred percent had it. And so he tells him, hey, you know, let's go for a drive. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's come out of the house now. And he's like, oh, yeah, I apologize for my outburst. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I spaced there. I was looking at my notes for a second. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. And he, he convinces him to go for a car ride with him. To... And he, I love it because he's hanging out the window like a happy dog or something <laughs> going yeah. for a ride. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that's really nice of you. And so... Um, yeah, so, uh, they end up heading to a, uh, a hospital. Yeah, I guess it's, I guess it would it's be a mental, yeah, mental hospital. hospital where like a colleague of, of Leo's Right, works. is waiting. Um, and he, I love it though, cause they get up to the gate and the, I guess it's like the security guard. <laughs> yes. He's like, Hey, you're Bob Wiley, yeah. aren't you? He's like, I saw you earlier. You were great. Immediately recognized Bob. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so they go to this, uh, mental hospital and so, yeah, his colleague is waiting for him, and they take Bob, and Bob, of course, is kind of resistant, you know, like, wait, you know. Yeah, I know he realizes what's up. Right. And she tells him, she's like, I can only hold him for 24 hours, um, you know, unless uh, my, uh, uh, my people or whatever, you know, see reason for him to, to stay. Right. And he's telling him, he's like, oh, don't worry, they'll find plenty of reason for him to stay. <laughs> And so he takes off, and at that point, he's thinking he's free, he's in yep. the clear. Um, he hadn't been home more than five seconds. Yep. There's a phone call yeah. from that psychiatrist. 
Yep, and they tell him basically to come get him. Yep, shortest um, stay ever. Well, and you're thinking like, come get him. It's like, God, what did he do? Yeah, but that's just it. He goes, he goes to see what the hell's going on. Oh yeah, and you've got Bob, and he's basically doing like stand up comedy type stuff. Yeah, he's got you know all of the the workers there and stuff like laughing and. Oh yeah, all the orderlies and mm-hmm. all the other psychiatrists are just eating out of his hand. Basically. Right. And so his colleague is, uh, yeah, so uh, Dr. Leo's colleague is telling him, oh, he's not, you know, crazy. And he's telling him he's like, he's a narcissist, he's got like a narcissistic personality. And, you know, he basically has tricked all of you guys into thinking that he's like normal. Yeah. And she ends up having to release him back uh, to Dr. Marvin. Yeah. And so he's obviously not happy. Yeah, he's got to drive all the way back to the house. Yep. So, uh, yeah, basically what happens is is he ends up kicking Bob out of the car on the way home. Exactly. And, you know, so, yeah, he kicks Bob out and then he just takes off and he's just, you know, he's over it. Yeah. 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 He goes speeding off, too. Yeah, he goes speeding off and he gets a ticket. Yep. So he gets a, a speeding ticket and then he goes after the speeding ticket he goes and i i can't remember he hit like a rock or something he went yeah he was pissed off and he 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 gunned it basically yeah and he he hit a pole and he hit a rock yeah and so he gets a flat right he so he got a flat tire and so um, he's in the process of trying to fix the flat tire, and he ends up getting mud all over him. Yep, and the then car drives by and splashes him. Right, and then you see somebody had picked Bob up, and he's like, I'll see you at the house, you know. Actually, me. that was before all that happened. Oh, really? With, while the cop was had him on the side of the road oh. giving him the ticket. Yeah. Because Bob... That's right. He hijacked... Not hijacked, I'm sorry. That's, he hitchhiked. That's right. And then he tells the cop, hey, make sure he's home by 7. Yeah, because that's going to be the party Party. And stuff. Right. Okay. But Leo doesn't know it's going to be a surprise party at that point yet. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, that happened, and then the the uh, tire thing happened. Yeah. And so, yeah, he gets mud all over him. Yep. And then he shows up at the house. The house is completely dark. He kicks the door in. He kicked the door in. He's yeah. Like, I'm home. Yeah. It's like you can tell he's definitely lost oh, he's his shit. Absolutely furious. Yeah. And he's almost ready for a complete mental breakdown. Yeah. So he, you know, is looking for, you know, his family, all that kind of stuff. Goes outside, surprise, Leo, and they start singing happy birthday to him. (laughs) Yes, he starts to walk down the stairs and they see he's covered in mud. Yeah, so he's covered in mud and that's when people stop (laughs) like singing because it's like, what the hell is (laughs) going on with him? And that's whenever he sees his sister. Yeah. His sister came in from Chicago. Right. And so he's like, oh, you know, Lily, you know, his sister. And... He sees uh, all of a sudden Bob has his arm around her, yeah, like, like happy oh, birthday, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Leo, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then that's whenever he dives and tackles Bob. He screams, get off my sister, and he dives at yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so at that point, they're like rolling around on the ground. They take out the the uh, table of presents. <coughs> and me. Sorry about that. The next yeah. scene, you've got... Because I'm, that's just it. I'm assuming that he had like a lot of doctor friends and stuff there, but um. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. Yeah. They they taken Leo upstairs and put him down, and there's a, 
psych- like doctor. you said, another yeah. psychiatrist there, and he's like, oh yes, he's he's just been under so much stress right. with the interview and you All know this, this that, and the other. Yeah. And he, he's he just needs some rest, right? And so he, you know, it's like he'll be fine. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, he he was gonna prescribe him. Something. He was gonna prescribe him Prozac, right? And. and stupid Bob like he has a freaking yeah like know, he knows what he's talking about yeah, which I guess if he's been on a bunch of meds he might he still know a little bit he still don't know like what a doctor knows well no that's true but he's like Everything oh you know I don't I don't know if that's really the right choice uh yeah and so let's see after that did, did I miss a scene like where Leo like somehow snuck out of the house no that's actually while they're all talking okay. in the hallway there yeah. Because they're, they're all talking in the hallway. Bob's like, oh, I don't know that you really should give him that. What about this? And the right. doctor's like, well, you know what? You might be right. And yeah. I'll prescribe something else. Yeah. And then in the middle of them talking that about that, Leo gets up and sneaks out of the window. Right. So, yeah. So, he sneaks out, and the next thing you see is breaking glass. Um, yeah. He, he, he breaks into the general store. Yeah. In, the, uh, in town. And so, yeah. He steals... Um, you know, you see him and he's stealing like, like this big ass like rifle, and all yeah. this. Uh, he takes rope and some explosives. Yeah. Called stump out, meant to, I guess, blow stumps right out of the ground or or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, so he steals all that stuff from the store. Yeah, and while he's doing that, the family's talking to Bob. Yeah. You're like, you know, we think it's best that when Leo wakes up, you they, shouldn't be here. Right. And they, they finally it's, convince Bob that it's best for him to go. Well, it's like they finally get it. It's like, oh my God. It yeah, literally it took, took a, yeah. a breakdown. <laughs> Not the, this kind of breakdown from the couch. Right. We're That's breaking true. things down. That is true. Yes. Yeah, he had like a mental breakdown. <laughs> yes. Let me clarify. Like, yeah, he literally had a, a mental breakdown. Yeah, exactly. You know, it took that for you guys to see that this <laughs> wasn't a good idea. But whatever. <laughs> yes. So, I think at that point, they go into the house and realize that he's, like, missing. Yeah, yeah. They, they at some point, they realize that he's gone yeah. out of the bedroom. Right. And so, we actually see him. And I was telling you, like, this whole, like, next couple of scenes kind of scared me whenever I was a kid. Right. Um, because, <clears throat> so we see him, and he's completely disheveled and... You know, uh, he finds Bob. Yeah, he happens upon him in the woods yeah, when Bob's be- leaving. Right. And that's his opportunity to ambush him. Exactly. And that's what he does <laughs> is he ambushes him with this big-ass, you know, rifle. Yeah. And I love it because Bob is like, is this like a different kind of therapy? Like a death therapy? <laughs> yeah, some radical new death therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. So Leo is, you know, kind of like, yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. so... He's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm not going to shoot you. He's like, you know. I'm going to blow you up. I'm going to blow you up. So he, he takes all of like these explosives, which I don't really, because I didn't see him like light anything. No, no, he had him hooked up to a timer. Oh, that's right. Because after he's done explaining everything, he's like, oh yeah, two, a teaspoon of this or tablespoon, whatever. Right. Is enough to blow a tree stump out of the ground. And Bob's like, well, how much is this? And he's like, oh, 20 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then he so turns a little knob that's right. on a timer and sticks it in one of the bags. Yeah. And so, yeah, so at that point he starts taking off. Yeah. And then at, at mm-hmm. one point while he's, 
you know, trying to get like this, you know, thing on him and everything else, uh, the wife and the kids in the car were calling for him. You know, so. Yes, yeah, yeah, while they were kind of hiking through the woods and all that. Well, no, they were in the car. They were in the car and they were shouting for him. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, while Bob and them were hiking through the woods. Oh, okay, yeah. They were driving the car. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) so he leaves. He had tied him up. Um, you know, tied him up and put the explosive right, on, yeah. explosives on him, and he's like, "So you know, bye, Bob." Yeah. And so he takes off, you know, <laughs> towards the house, and I he's love that. yeah. So you know, he takes off towards the house. He gets to the house, you know, before the family does, and he's like doing like little dancing outside. He's just he's like, "I'm free," you know. Yeah. He's you know excited as hell that he's you know going to be free of Bob. Right, and in the meantime, just as Leo arrives, Bob gets there, but on the other side of the house, goes inside with all the bags right, and stuff. Right, sets the bags down, and then, and then the, the, fam- fam- yeah. the family shows up, and they're just happy, you know, to see Leo, and he's like, oh, I'm fine, you know, don't worry. And then we see Bob with this big-ass <laughs> yes. birthday cake with all the candles. Mm-hmm. So he comes out. And, you know, he, uh, you know, happy birthday, you know, singing to Yeah, him. he's continuing the celebration on or And he whatever. goes, what did you do with the bags? And he's like, oh, I left them in the house. And then that's whenever the house explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Gutmans are on the lake. Yeah. And they're cheering. Yeah, the Gutmans were out, out on the lake fishing and they're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're, you know, happy as hell. <laughs> and I love it because the wife just goes, honey, our house. You know, yeah. just the way that she said it. And he's just standing there, just blank face. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. he's yeah. out of it now. Yep. And Last that's draw. Right. And that's whenever they show him, and he's actually in the uh, <laughs> he's the, in mental, the same hospital. mental hospital. Right. He tried to get Bob admitted to. Yeah. And so, you know, they basically are, you know, are like, well, there's not, really nothing we can do. Right. Um, You know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be on his terms, kind of. Yeah, it'll. It's going to take time, yeah. basically. And so, the next scene that we see yep. is Bob is marrying his sister, yes. Lily, and they're up there. They're doing the I do's, and he's sitting there. And unfortunately, he looks like a vegetable. Yeah, pretty much just sitting in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it gets to the part where, you know, if anybody has any objections, you know, please say, you know, now type of thing. Right. And he's trying to get it out. You can tell <laughs> he's, he's trying. making some grunts. And, and so, yeah. you know, finally it gets to the, the end of the um, the vows. Yeah. And he just screams out, no. <laughs> and so at that point, everybody's just so happy that he's finally kind of coming back. Yeah. And... You know, unfortunately, it's a little too late because now his sister is married to Bob. Yeah. (laughs) But it ends with, uh, let's see, Bob went back to school and became a psychologist. Yep, invented, so-called invented death therapy. No, 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 he wrote a book. Oh, a book called Death Therapy. Called Death Therapy. Yeah, and then it said, right. And that's how it ends. (laughs) So, seriously, though, that's like one of my favorite Oh, you know, yeah. old school movies and stuff. Yeah, I stuff. like that movie a lot. So, um, let's see. I do have some facts. Um, mostly about... A lot of it was actually about how much they didn't uh, like working together. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I do have this one, though. Um, so Robin Williams was actually the first choice for the role of Bob Wiley. Um, <laughs> I can see that. Right? Um, at the time he was filming, at the time filming was to begin, he had just finished filming The Fisher King and was forced to turn down the role. Uh, but Robin Williams and Charlie Corsmo, who played uh, uh, Ziggy, they went on to uh, be in Hook together. Oh, Ziggy, the yeah. actor that played Ziggy, yeah. I yeah. know that, but who else? Robin Williams. Oh. Robin Williams played, you know, Whoops. Peter Pan. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I either was not paying attention or yeah. that most likely that was it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, in interviews, both Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss admitted that they did not get along during filming. Yep. Uh, Julie Haggerty, who plays Faye, you said at one point you were like, the daughter looks like she's... She's yes. too old to uh, to play like the age that she was supposed to be. Yes, she definitely. The actress looked definitely too old to be a teenage girl. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Julie Haggerty, who played the mom, is only 10 years older than Catherine Irby, who played the daughter. <laughs> so that makes sense. I wonder how old that actress was at the time they filmed that then. I don't know. Because I, I, I'm... My guess is... If not, she was probably in her 30s early twi- yeah, or uh, close to thirties, very close to thirties, maybe between twenty six to twenty eight, maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, Doctor Leo Marvin is a psychiatrist whose children's names are Anna and Sigmund. They are named respectively after the famous psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud and his daughter, child psychologist Anna Freud. Oh, I didn't catch that one. Right, the only one one caught was Sigmund. Right. So, Richard Dreyfuss, in an article published on October 8, 2009, for the AV Club, said, How about it? Funny movie. Terribly unpleasant experience. We didn't get along, me and Bill Murray. But I've got to give it to him. I don't like him, but he makes me laugh even now. I'm also jealous that he's a better golfer than I am. It's a funny movie. No one ever comes up to you and says, I identify with the patient, unless it's us, apparently, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, to be fair, my only thing was with his symptoms. He listed right. off in the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> um, they always say, I have patients like that. I identify with your character. No one ever says that they're willing to identify with the other character. <laughs> now, this I thought was messed up. I love Bill Murray as an actor. Like, I love most of his movies and stuff. Yeah. But he doesn't sound like a nice person. Oh, yeah. Um, so producer Laura Ziskin uh, recalled having a disagreement with Bill Murray, which led to her getting tossed into a lake by him. Oh, wow. She confirmed in 2003, Bill also threatened to throw me across the parking lot and then broke my sunglasses and threw them across the parking lot. I was furious and outraged at the time. But having produced a dozen movies, I can safely say it is not common behavior. Wow. That's See, messed up. And I'm that's sorry. just it. Like, I got a friend who once told me that there's apparently, like, this list of uh, most friendly and approachable right. actors and actresses for autographs and mm-hmm. pictures and things like that. And Bill Murray's one of the least approachable people. Yeah. He's apparently a real jerk. Yeah. Okay, so to answer your question, the daughter was 26 at the time. Holy cow. Yeah, so you were right. I was almost dead on. Yeah. Sweet. So that's just it. So the actress playing the mom would have been like 36. 
at the time. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got, uh, you know, for, uh, for facts and stuff. Hmm. Oh, this was the 19th ranked box office hit of 1991 in the U.S. Oh, wow. That's pretty It's pretty good, good yeah. Comedy. Comedies usually don't do so well See, as far as those sort of things go. I miss, like, in the 80s and 90s, it felt like, where comedies compared to now. Now it's almost like comedies have to be, like, raunchy. And that's the thing is I don't like comedies so much these days anymore. Right. For that reason. It's yeah. like they just go for the shock value every time exactly like how much more can we gross out or whatever right it's like it's i don't know i miss the john hughes movies exactly back in the day and yep. you know frank oz directed this one right and um uh well like and people like gary marshall too yeah who did you know like um uh, League of Their Own, and he did a bunch of other like comedy type movies yeah. as well, where they weren't raunchy and yeah, that's just it. They, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why the shift happened, but it's almost like the art of a comedy is just gone. Right, it's like they just can't make one anymore without yeah going over the top with some things that are just really. Well, that's like I was trying to take my mom to go, you know, see a movie and she's not a huge movie watcher anyway. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like I didn't want to take her to go see a drama, <laughs> but at the same time I had I have to be careful with comedies cuz I, you know, I'm not going to take her to see a raunchy one cuz right. she's not going to want to see that either. Right. But it seems like anytime I would try to take her to go see a comedy, it would always end up becoming a drama. Yeah. Like at the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's like I I feel bad because it's like yeah I can't even take her to go see a funny movie anymore. <laughs> remember, you know. I remember that movie too. Yeah. I didn't so, see it, but I remember that happening. Yeah. Time. So, um, let's see. We we own this movie, so we watched it on DVD. But I did look it up, and you can stream it basically on any platform. Um, oh yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's not available like on Netflix streaming, but uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Voodoo, I think, is the name of, of another one. Uh, Google Play. Yeah. Um, for about two ninety nine, if you want to watch it. $299? Yes. <laughs> exactly. No. $2.99. Oh, I know. I'm just... <laughs> um, so, let's see. For rating, um, what should we use? Uh, do you want to use... Cans of Stump Out? Sure, or exploding <laughs> houses. <laughs> yes, that'll that'll work. All right, how many exploding uh, houses out of five would you give this movie? I don't know. Personally, I would give it five. To be honest, really, I don't know. I still really <laughs> like this movie. It I'm, makes me laugh. Yeah, it, it makes me laugh too. I'm gonna give it like a three and a half. What? Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna storm out of the room now. Oh, okay. Bye. I'm taking the dog with me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, um, that kind of continue. That kind of ends our uh, our uh, four episodes of vacation type movies. Yep. Um, so for the next month, we'll have uh, about three episodes. We're gonna do uh, some camping movies for you guys. Oh yeah. Uh, so the next one will be my choice, which I'm. We're gonna do uh, Indian Summer with uh, Diane Lane. Uh, Bill Paxton, um, Elizabeth Perkins, a whole mm. bunch of people. Kind of an all-star cast. Yeah, kind of like an all-star old school cast. Huh. So, cool. 
All right. Well, uh, we will, uh, you know, see you guys next week. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.